the book of Galatians chapter 5, verses 1, and then verses 13 through 15. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, this morning may the words of my mouth, may the meditation indeed of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Yesterday was the 244th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. You probably celebrated, although uh, in maybe a different way, you probably celebrated in some way yesterday. At my house on Friday, we kicked off the weekend by watching Hamilton. Um, Yes, we will be watching it many more times, but we started off our weekend with that wonderful uh, musical. And then on Saturday morning, we watched the Washington National Cathedral concert. Um, It was really beautiful and uplifting. Later in the evening, we watched the fireworks over the Capitol. um, And again, that was really beautiful. It was, oh, and then after that, yeah, after we went to bed, we we got to enjoy our neighbors popping fireworks till about 1230 a.m., which frightened the dog and made a lot of noise. It was a patriotic day to remind us of all the freedoms that we enjoy here in the United States of America. And yet, it's pretty much unlike any other fourth that I have ever experienced. We're in the midst of a pandemic. You might not remember that for just one second. Uh, We couldn't have our family over. We didn't have sort of the traditional backyard barbecue with a bunch of family over. We, We couldn't do that. Um, you may have been separated from your family during this time as well. There, there are renewed conversations about inequalities that still exist in our beloved nation. Our nation is also seems to be divided among uh, along ideological lines in almost every area. There are spirited conversations going on today about what exactly freedom is and exactly what does it mean individually 
and collectively. What we do know is that freedom doesn't mean that, that we get to do anything that we want. You know, if you doubt that, just get in your car and drive about 60 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour speed zone. You might be reminded that our freedoms don't entitle us to drive any speed that we want, anywhere that we want to drive. We also don't have the freedom to drink and then get behind the wheel of a car. We, don't, we do have the freedom of speech, but we don't have the freedom to use speech to incite violence or hatred. Because you see, in our government of the people, by the people, for the people, we have collectively decided to be bound by certain codes, by laws that protect the lives and the freedoms of all, not just our own. Abraham Lincoln once said that freedom is not the right to do what we want, but to do what we ought. You see, we're not simply just free from tyranny and government-imposed religion and oppressive rules. Mostly, we are free to. We are free to regulate our behavior in a responsible way. We are free to vote for the people who will represent us. We are free to create a society where the needs of all people are important, not just the desires of the wealthy or the powerful. And that kind of freedom, it involves responsibility. The Apostle Paul knew about those two sides of freedom, the freedom from and the freedom to, but he talked about it in terms of our Christian freedom. You see, Paul spent a lot of the book of Galatians, but many of his other letters, uh, arguing that we were free from Jewish law. The, the law of religion and behavior that had been around for hundreds of years, in which our, the relationship with God was dependent on how well we followed that law. You may remember that the early followers of Christ insisted that, that first you became Jewish and then you were able to follow the Jewish Messiah, Jesus. You may remember Pastor Leanne's sermon from last week where the Apostle Peter had the vision with the sheet that came down from heaven and, and in it were all these unclean animals and he was told to get up and kill and eat and he said no and God said, don't call unclean what I've made clean. A pivotal moment for Peter and for the church as they discovered that God's grace was for all mankind and not just for the Jewish. Paul argued that in Christ, we are free from that law and that we are freed from the bondage of sin, our broken relationship with God. Um, but he said that instead we are free to we are free to live a law of love instead, a law that is written on our hearts, a love of God and a love of others. Now, Paul's words, while he lived, and, and I fear even today, get, got twisted by some people to, mean that, to, to think that it means that Christian freedom means that I can do anything that I want. 
misconstrued, you see, a, a freedom from sin to be a freedom to sin. After all, Christ died for me. My sins are forgiven. I can live any old way that I want. That was how some people read Paul, and he argued against that as well. Because Christian freedom, like political liberty, comes with a great responsibility. We are called to be a community of faith, not simply a collection of individuals doing whatever seems right in our own eyes. In verse 13, Paul wrote, For you were called to freedom, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. Because, you know, if you use your freedom as a, as a form of self-entitlement, that will destroy a community. Paul knew that. He wrote, If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. So how is it that we exercise that Christian freedom in today's world? What is it that we are freed from? What is it that we are freed to? Well, I would say that, first of all, Christian freedom is lived from the inside out. Christian freedom comes about as we realize that our very identity is first and foremost as a follower of Christ. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that if anyone is in Christ, there's a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. Our basic identity is changed. And we need each other in order to remind each other of this basic fact. And, and I know that that's more difficult when we're not here and can see each other eye to eye every week. And that means we have to be creative. And it means that we have to be intentional in finding ways to be reminded that first and foremost, our identity is in Christ. Because you see, we forget that pretty easily. I want you to listen up. If you have given your heart to Jesus, it belongs to him, not to you. You are first and foremost a follower of Jesus. And that means more than your nationality, more than your citizenship, more than your political party, more than even your stand on any issue more than even your family surname or your family heritage. Your identity is first and foremost as a follower of Jesus. And each person who is a Christian is your brother or sister in your family, and you don't get to choose them <laughs> any more than you get to choose your own birth family. We are freed from the tyranny of tribalism. We are freed from the kingdom of the almighty dollar. We are freed from an identity that is based on our achievements. We are rescued from anything that tells you that you are less than and anything that tells you 
that you are better than. You're freed to see yourself as God sees you in Jesus Christ, as his beloved child. You are freed to love others as you love yourself. You are freed to place your whole trust in God and pledge your life to the purpose that God calls you to. And that purpose will always involve caring for others. It'll involve stretching your understanding of the bounds of love. You're freed to be led by God's Holy Spirit who lives inside you whenever you say yes to Jesus. And as a community of believers, our freedom is bound up with each other. We're told by Paul to outdo one another in serving each other. We're to join together to be a witness to a lost and hurting world that God exists, that God is good, and that God knows and cares for them. And that world will believe that only in as much as they see us put aside our partisan wants and the community-destroying focus on me, 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 and dare to live out our freedom in Christ to show love to all, most especially to those that you disagree with. Even as our freedom in this country is hard to maintain, but worth every effort we can give. Our freedom in Christ is not easy, but it's worth everything to stay reminded that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Today, as we prepare to celebrate Holy Communion, let us be reminded of the great sacrifice that Christ gave for us, his very life that we might be forgiven and freed to live our lives for Christ and together to be his visible life through the church to the world that is waiting and watching. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, Lord, we ask that you would give us that remembrance that at our very core we are yours. Help us learn what it means to live a life free from so much and free to give ourselves away in love and service as your beloved children. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.